Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi. <laughs> Super energetic open. Hi. Uh, we're going to have a bit of a cute and cuddly beginning mm-hmm. and then a potentially horrifying middle. Uh, well, we're going to bring it back around to some cute. Might have some cute and uh, cuddly in it. Potentially horrifying. Mm, gotcha. Um, to each their own, I would Yours say. Yours says some horrifyingly corny. Um, so... Today, we're going to talk about our uh, number 30-something. I would say 29. It's in the 30s. I just looked at it. Um, And that is the 1972 classic Panda Go Panda, which is uh, written by, uh, sorry, directed by Takahata. And uh, Miyazaki was involved as well as a... He wrote it. Miyazaki he, wrote it. He wrote it. And, and did... Uh, and then he worked on animation. Yeah, storyboards it. and characters. And Takahata um, directed it. So this is about 10 years before the formation of Studio Ghibli. So this is when these guys were young men. And they went from this um, and moved on to their Heidi series that they did. They did a couple TV series before they formed Studio Ghibli. Um, all of which were very... You know, really popular, and if you go to Japan now, they still are like. If you go to kids' stores, they're still playing like footage from them and stuff. So they're obviously considered enduring classics. So Panda Go Panda was originally a thirty-minute sort of short film that came out in theaters. I don't know how, probably holiday times. That was supposed to take advantage of the panda craze. Yes, panda diplomacy. Because the, at the time, it was like the Tokyo Zoo acquired some pandas. Or- China was sort of thawing relations and so they were like yeah we've uh, done some crazy stuff let's just have a panda cuddle party and call it a day so they decided to capitalize on that with this movie um which came out and was a big hit and then a year later they made a sequel and so this version is like the them crammed together kind of the there's discotech did a blu-ray release that's both movies on it um yeah and so um Panda Go Panda is the story of, uh, what's the little girl's name? Uh, it's um, Mimiko. Mimiko. Mimiko, who is a sort of prototypical Miyazaki heroine. She is completely self-sufficient. She's really confident. She's very sweet and open. She's well, good at handstands and looks a yeah. little like Pippi Longstocking. Yeah, and and very much, if you're looking for the original sort of antecedents to the character of May from Totoro and also to Totoro, you can totally see where some of the ideas and some of the designs at play in that yeah. movie sort of came from this. The sweet and a little creepy yeah. big smiles yeah. and like lean like... Eh. And, there, and there's some... Um, 
There's some very, very. It's like it's a very young kids movie, and it's very simply told, and it's not trying to like you know make any larger point. Yeah. It's just a very sweet little movie about a little girl who basically. Her grandmother starts off kind of disturbingly sad, but yeah. the, her grandfather has passed away, and her grandmother has to go out of town for the funeral. I don't know why they didn't live together, but her, or whatever funeral services. Yeah. So it's going to take a couple days. So she's left alone in the town, but everyone she's supremely confident. She's not worried at all. In fact, she's she runs into the village cop, who's like, "Just be careful! I don't want to get a burglar." And she's like, "You think I'll have a burglar?" Yeah, like the funniest thing is she's constantly psyched about the idea of a burglar coming into our house. That's how not afraid of anything she is. So she's uh, bebopping along and she has a bamboo grove behind her house and she discovers a little baby panda which she takes in and shortly the little baby panda's dad comes in and they decide to be a family and they decide to be a family. The dad is like, well you have to have a dad. You can't have not have a dad. So he decides to be her father, and and then then she's the mother to the mother to the little baby panda. So uh, then a series of misadventures occur because obviously the cop ends up coming over to check on her and finds out there's a giant panda in there and freaks out. And then the zookeeper, where the pandas are from, is looking for them. But interestingly, in a very Studio Ghibli touch, no one's really a bad guy. Like, the cop's not, I think in another... Yeah, there's no truancy yeah. laws. Or they're, in an American story, the, the, yeah, the... Put zoo, him into the system. In an American story, the zookeeper would have been, like, evil zookeeper who wants to, yeah. you know... There's no real villain. It's just, like, literally the pandas are like, we don't want to be in the zoo. We want to play. Right. And the other people are they're like, They're like, that's on. a good point. <laughs> that does sound like fun. <laughs> so they and they're they're bamboo junkies. <laughs> so then they end up, um, you know, every all's well that ends well. Basically, in a story like this, you're not expecting any stakes anyway. But it ends with basically the pandas agreeing to go back to the zoo. They get a work release. Yeah, to... and then at night they can come and hang out with her. So it's like uh, hilarious, but it's just very very sweet. I mean, it's like. I, I can't even... It, it's pure sugar. Um, so here's... Uh, I believe we have um, a clip. Uh, let's check it out. So 
So that actually was a clip from the sequel, um, yeah. which is Rainy Day Circus. Rainy Day Circus, which is basically the exact same story. It's like the the baby panda, the papa panda, and Mimiko plus a tiger cub. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, now the tiger cub's loose. We should go talk to everybody, and then yeah. they talk to all the same people. But I mean, it, as far as um, they're both cute. I prefer the original Panda Go Panda. <laughs> yeah. These were these were definitely made uh, originally as TV animations. You can tell just from the quality, um, but you can also see the early Miyazaki design style for sure, and you can see Takahata's sense of pacing in terms of the way he directs. Yeah, like um, they're cute stories, and it's cool as sort of a yeah, it's a anthropological. Deep, it's a deep dive, but it, they're great exactly. kids movies. I mean, yeah. if you have a kid and uh, they're young enough that they don't care about old looking stuff. This is perfect. Yeah, the Blu-ray looks pretty good. Yeah, this is perfect for like a yeah. four-year-old, to, to five-year-old. To set the table for yeah. Totoro coming when yeah, they're totally. seven or eight. Um, but if you like those movies, if you like Totoro and Ponyo and sort of the more child-focused um, Ghibli films, I think you this will be right in your sweet spot. I thought it was wonderful. It put me in a, a better mood just watching it yesterday. I was yeah. like, oh, look how cute they are. Um, but you gotta like cute stuff and bears and things, which I do. So. Yeah, I think if you hate pandas, it's probably not the best. It's place maybe a harder sell if you hate pandas. Um, mauled by a panda in a bamboo <laughs> in a bamboo accident. Yeah, <laughs> you were thicket. wearing your bamboo well, what's outfit. A, what's a bunch of bamboo called? Thicket. You were wearing your bamboo outfit and didn't expect yeah. that there was a panda yeah. raging. Then it's probably <laughs> not for you. So uh, that leads us on to our topic of the day. Uh, which is, what's your favorite movie featuring a bear? This time we tried to get specific enough that we didn't confuse people. So we got I don't think anybody answers. was confused, other yeah. than why are you asking such specific questions? Yeah, but That's, that's okay, the they'll, the they'll live. Yeah. Um, so taking a hard left turn from the sweetness of Panda Go Panda, now I'm going to show you one of the most horrifying scenes that's been in a movie in 2018 so far. Um, <laughs> so this is from the movie Annihilation uh, from Alex Garland. Uh, that's the bear. <laughs> who, uh, the, I, just giving you the broad strokes of Annihilation without telling you the whole story. Um, it's basically about a place that has a sort of, they call it the shimmer. It's sort of a force field around it, inside which... All kinds of weird genetic mutations are happening. No one can get any information out of there. They send a team in. Most of the team disappears, and one member comes back, and he's somewhat catatonic. So his wife, who is also a biologist, in an effort to figure out what the hell happened to him, joins the next team that they send in. So this scene takes place once they're inside the Shimmer, and they've already started to see very strange genetic mutations like they've already started to see flowers that don't exist and just all kinds of weird stuff. So uh, this is a scene where they're tied down in a room and I don't want to get into what happened there because I don't want to spoil too much of it. But basically they keep hearing this creepy sound of one of their members of their team who's now gone sounding like they're in pain. And it turns out that this sound is being made by this creepy sort of half dead half alive bear thing so it's really life sort of morphing and and changing in really horrific ways and this is one of the creepiest scenes everyone who sees this movie talks about this scene this is one of the creepiest scenes uh in any movie so let's check it out here we go (laughs) 
said she was dead. That is why you should never volunteer for anything. <laughs> so, yeah, really creepy, especially the way it uses a human voice to, like, lure them in. Yeah. saying, help me. So it's just like, ugh, so creepy. But an awesome bear scene, I think you'll agree. <laughs> uh, speaking of awesome, horrifying bear scenes. We should have just had that. What's, what's the most awesome bear scene? Yeah. So here's another really rough bear scene, although not as horrifying as that one. And that is from the Oscar-winning... Uh, the Revenant from a couple years back. Um, of course, part of the story of the making of the movie was uh, everything that Leo DiCaprio went through, um, and they talked many times about how long they had to shoot bear stuff and just how well done this scene was because a lot of it wasn't 
obviously a real bear and then a lot of it was and how they sort of mix the two but it is a really rough but awesome scene having seen the movie several times i'm always like oh yeah it's piercing <laughs> so uh this is him this is what kicks off the main character's whole journey uh, which is he gets mauled by a bear and then he gets left for dead and then he is the whole movie is basically him surviving from getting mauled and then hunting down the man that left him to yeah. die. Surviving on revenge rage alone. Yeah, which is why I love this movie so much. So uh, let's check out the bear attack scene from The Revenant. <laughs> super fun it's a good fight yeah i forgot he kills the bear um it takes obviously yeah it definitely gives him what for but he kills it he'll remember that day (laughs) uh and then i thought i would finish this off with something with an even more horrifying maybe a little lighter 
the sequel to this movie just came out, and surprisingly, everybody loves both of these movies. Uh, I haven't seen the sequel, but I liked this movie a lot, and that's, of course, Paddington. How can you not love Paddington? Um, I when Paddington I, is actually being mauled in this scene. Uh, <laughs> he, no, no, he's about to maul the, the, the viewer. It's uh, Paddington <laughs> versus the That's your perspective. Leviathan. Yeah, that's it's your the, perspective on the on the mauling that's about to happen. In the bathtub. He's got his toothbrush, and so when he's done eating you, he can brush his teeth. Um, fun fact, I loved the Paddington books when I was a kid. Totally. I read them all. Had my own little what kind stu- of psychopath doesn't love the Paddington uh, book. It's true. I, I read my. I had my own Paddington stuffed animal. As did I. Um, little I, coat and I, had little I, bu- uh-huh, yeah, buttons. Little with buttons. The little- yep. And I had my mom actually bought me some orange marmalade because he's obsessed with orange marmalade. Which I never liked orange is marmalade. Disgusting. Yeah, it's really gross. Way too sweet. Not even the sweetness of Paddington will get yeah, over the yeah, disgusting. Spreading that shit on toast way too much. But at any rate, I've always loved Paddington, and when I heard about this movie, I was super skeptical. But believe it or not. It is true to the spirit of the original novels. It's yeah. very sweet. Have you seen Paddington 2, Electric not. Boogaloo? Uh, but I look forward to yeah. doing so. I definitely want a double feature. I didn't it. feel like it was a see-it-in-the-theater no. necessity. <laughs> um, no. Uh, but so going by myself, so I have no sitting in the back. I have no mauling. I love this movie, so I have no mauling scene to show you, unfortunately. But we'll just show you the trailer for this movie, which again, to be I feel clear, cheated. I was going to say, to be clear, it features no maulings, but it does feature a bear. Should have just had the revenant scene and put a little red CG <laughs> hat on him and play it through again. <laughs> Stranger danger. Keep your eyes down. There's some sort of bear. Hello. Hello there. Mary. This young bear needs our help, Henry. It's just for one night. Do bears even have names? My name is... Or perhaps you'd like an English name. An English name? Paddington. 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 Paddington? Sorry. From the producer of Harry Potter. You've literally just brought home a random bear. It's much more similar than you think. Hmm. Besides, what's the worst that could happen? Oh, no. That was amazing. He was looking for a home. Relax, it's not that bad. Wind, hot wind, two hot winds. Well, I hope I don't look weird. (laughs) That bear is a danger to this family. Awesome. Jonathan, don't even think about it. (laughs) First thing tomorrow, that bear is out of here. But trouble was looking for him. A talking bear? You are going to make a fantastic addition to the collection. Ooh. I don't know if I like the sound of that. This January. Hand over the bear. No. Oh, you don't need to worry. I think I've got the hang of things. The greatest adventure. This family needs that bear every bit as much as he needs you. He's finding where you belong. It doesn't matter that he's a different species or that he has a worrying marmalade habit. Did you say marmalade? Stick together! 
Paddington. Very sweet. Lovely. Again, no mallings. Very few. Those are some of my favorite bear movies featuring bears. The bear necessities. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, Come on. I almost did Jungle Book, but I didn't. Um, First for me is the 1997 Lee Tamahori masterpiece, The Edge. doesn't that's Alec Baldwin in a bear suit who then faces down it's one of his greatest most transformative roles faces down a, an evil Tony Hopkins for the love of one Al McPherson uh, I tried to find the bear like the the bear the, attack. yeah but the trailer is so hilarious for this movie that I thought we would just watch the trailer oh cool um and just uh, super nineties. The bird strike alone is worth the price of a mission. <laughs> oh yeah, the bird strike. Um, I forgot. So let's check out the trailer of the Edge, and I'm going to fix my chair that I just broke. You're the salt of the earth. You're the most excellent man. That's why I married you. And you're the only woman I've ever wanted. See the lucky guy you are. A billionaire who has everything he wants. A good companion, a good friend, and a good sport. Got it. Okay. And great. A photographer who wants everything he has. Nice looking lady. Your wife? Yes. Why'd you ask? Just like to know who everybody is. Must be tough. All that money. Never knowing what people value you for. What do you value me for, Bob? I think your wife's pretty cute. So, how are you planning to kill me? lost in the wilderness are forced to confront nature. What are we going to do? Am I supposed to have a plan? But they're about to discover nature isn't as dangerous as the nature of man. Academy Award winner Anthony Hopkins You want to die out here? Ah! I'm not going to die. Alec Baldwin Money, folk. Sit up there, drink some golf. You make me sick. Where civilization ends, survival begins. Come on, get me! The Edge. <laughs> I like the roar as yeah. the E comes in. <laughs> the roar. eagle roar yeah. that it finishes with. Uh, <laughs> that's actually a good movie. David Mamet. Yeah, David Mamet script. Before he lost his mind. Yeah. Right. Um, that's, a good, that's, a, that's a good action movie. Yeah. Uh, and a hilarious one. Yeah, I mean the plot is. I mean, just how Alec, how he wouldn't have just fucking killed Alec Baldwin way yeah. earlier. <laughs> anyway, but uh, check it out, The Edge. See what life in the '90s was like if you were a billionaire. Billionaire in the '90s—that's a lot of money. Yeah, it's true. It's not like now. Billionaires just growing on yeah, trees. They're, they're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. No dot com billionaires. Yeah. Wasn't a dot com around? You had, to, you had to earn your billion the right. hard way by being by, an oil man, by making a or, drug company, yeah, or, or having a, exactly a drug company or an arms manufacturer, right? Like, uh, like an American. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next for me is uh, Seth MacFarlane's live action ish debut, directorial debut of Ted. Uh, I liked Ted. I did not like Ted two. Ted 2 was fucking horrible, and Ted was 
mildly entertaining at best. Yeah. Uh, I found Ted, Ted too, to also be a bag of shit, but Ted, I enjoyed more than mildly entertaining. Uh, but let's check out Boston this. Boston humor. <laughs> white trash name game with Mac fucking uh, Wobber. Boston humor. And, uh, Seth MacFarlane. Go to the party. Yeah. There you go. You got it. <laughs> nice. Good, eh? Good job. Yeah. Take pride in that. You know, this place looks great. Oh, thanks, man. It's all uh, Ikea. Did the whole place for $47. Nice. Yeah. How are the neighbors? Uh, you know, there's an Asian family living next door, but they don't have a gong or nothing, so oh, it's not too bad. That's lucky. Yeah, it is. How's work? Sucks. Yeah. You? Yeah, you know, not bad, actually. I, I met a girl. She's a cashier. No way, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, we should fucking double date or something. You, me, and Laurie, and uh, well, what's her name? White trash name, guess. Mandy. Nope. Marilyn. Nope. Brittany. Nope. Tiffany. Nope. Candace. Nope. Don't fuck with me on this. I'm I know not, this shit. Do you see me fucking with you? I'm not, All I'm right, speed round. Serious. I'm going to rattle off some names, and when I hit you it, fucking it. buzz it, okay? I will tell you. You got me? Yeah. All right, Brandy, Heather, Channing, Brianna, Amber, Sabrina, Melody, Dakota, Sierra, Bambi, Crystal, Samantha, Autumn, Ruby, Taylor, Tara, Tammy, Lauren, Charlene, Chantel, Courtney, Misty, Jenny, Krista, Mindy, Noel, Shelby, Trina, Reba, Cassandra, Nikki, Kelsey, Shauna, Jolene, Erling, Claudine, Savannah, Casey, Dolly, Kendra, Kali, Chloe, Devin, Emily, fucking Becky? Nope. Wait, was it any one of those names with a Lynn after it? Yes. Oh, I got you, motherfucker. <laughs> I got you. Okay. Brandy Lynn, Heather Lynn, Tammy Lynn. Fuck! Good stuff. Yeah. Bear. Cuddly bear. Yeah, real cute. Flipping on its... Yeah. Taking, ah, I get it. It's hilarious. See, the, the humor lies it's in really that... Funny. It's a It's cute a cute bear, bear yeah, it's but very he's funny. a fuck-up. Yeah, that's great. That's great. You get a couple movies out of that if you're lucky. Yeah, two. Yeah. This was a big ass hit too. Yeah. Um. All the bear movies to choose. That's the one. Mm-hmm. One of all the ones. bear movies in the world. One of the ones ever existed. That's number two for you. Well, they're not in order. Okay. Well, that's one of the top three. They're one of my three favorite bear movies yeah. so far. Okay. Cool. Just making uh, sure we're clear. Yeah, I mean, I just talked about okay. it. Why would that not yeah. be one of my picks? Not I mean, a, not that it fal- was false pick. Just, just putting in the larger context. Just making sure you did enough thinking about your choices. I think I did. Okay. I like this movie. It cool. has a bear. Done. Cool. All right. Sounds good. Show writes itself. Sounds good. I guess so. When you're here. Well, now it's... <laughs> is that a dig? I'm confused. Yeah, that was a dig. Don't worry. Just keep going. Okay. I'm sure your next choice is going to be fabulous, too. Uh, this is one of Jason's favorite movies of all time. Uh, 2012 Brave, originally <laughs> Brenda Chapman, uh. who was then uh, replaced for bearing I don't think reasons. we ever knew the reasons. Yeah, created differences. Yeah. They, it was a bit of a scandal since she was Pixar's first yeah, female Yeah, it was the first female-centric movie and the first director and then... Coincidentally, just weirdly, yeah. they replaced her. Maybe John Lasseter had a Mark meeting Andrews. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, but this movie is... Uh, can you do a Scottish accent? My Scottish accent's not very good. Yeah, I'm just going to try and do it, but I'm not try. going to. It takes place in Scotland uh, a couple years ago. And the uh, Princess Merida? 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 Merida, yeah. Uh, voiced by Kelly McDonald from originally Train Spotting and then State of Play and then um, lots of stuff. 
what's the black mirror mobster uh oh boardwalk Atlantic, empire. yeah boardwalk empire um this is the trailer for brave because uh i couldn't find though there was one funny video but it, it was too dark to show but it mm. was the fight between the evil bear spoiler alert her bear mom and her and they had did it with the health bar so it was like it was going down (laughs) but that fight keeps bringing new people in so it was like (laughs) going but anyway this is the trailer for brave no one knows how we came to this land a land filled with magic and danger (laughs) that's my father king of dumbroch Then there's my brothers. We devils, more like. And there's my mother. She's in charge of every single day of my life. A lady rises early, doesn't stuff her gob, does not place her weapons on the table. Oh, Mum. She just doesn't listen. Pretend I'm Merida. Speak to me. I don't want to get married. I want to stay single and let my hair flow in the wind as I ride through the glen, firing arrows into the sunset. Places, everyone. Each of the firstborn must compete for the hand of the fair maiden. <sighs> oh, that's attractive. Show a little decorum. Feast your eyes. Give us a turn. <laughs> I can't breathe. Oh, shush. It's perfect. <gasps> Shooting for my own hand. Curse this place! Don't you dare loose another arrow! What became of this precious daughter I once knew? I want a spell that changes my fate. Done. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> Where is the queen? This thing's war! If you had the chance to change your fate, would you? Emma Thompson does a better Scottish accent than I can do. She's her mom. Sure. Well, I mean, she's fairness, a closer geographically. Okay. In fairness, she's, she's cheating a little bit. Probably known a lot more Scottish people than you have. Probably so. Yeah. And she's a slightly better actor. Uh, yeah, I agree. Slightly. Yeah. Um, this movie was actually a disappointment for Pixar. It didn't do that well. Yeah. As well as other ones. I think they it wasn't a disappointment for me though. Ripping like the director off. Yeah, it's through. sort of a weird. It's. I mean, it feels like two kind of different movies. Yeah. It's like a story of a daughter and a mother, and then like it takes an a action real left movie. turn at the beginning there. Too. Yeah, yeah, it's horrifying. Yeah, it's scary. Uh, let's check out the Adult Swim Facebook picks. Uh, great outdoors. Good choice. Perfect. I would have thought you would have picked that one. I thought about it. The Revenant, The Edge, Super Troopers. <laughs> I thought about doing Grizzly Man, but it felt a little macabre. That just feels a little bit like, yeah, it's a guy. It's a tough tough shoehorn in with the edge, (laughs) which is really where I started from. So it was. 
Yeah. <laughs> Let's look at the uh, Tino. No humans Facebook. were harmed. Oh, wait, no, they were. Um, Brother Bear. Yeah. Fun fact about Brother Bear. I took my daughter to see that movie, and she walked out. <laughs> did you walk out as well, or did you finish it? Yeah, no, 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 no. We left. She flipped out. When the kid... <laughs> this is funny. Uh, Boy and the Beast is great and yeah. brave. So my daughter, we took her, to, I took her to see Brother Bear. She was like three. I mean, she was really young. So it was one of her first movies. And when the, his brother... They do the ceremony, and his brother turns into a bear, bear, and his other, and his little, and the little brother is like totally freaked out about it. She was like, "I don't like this!" Like she just wanted out, and she made me take her out of the theater. A uh, a childhood fear of turning into a bear, perhaps. Don't want to turn into her dad, I guess. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's it for <laughs> this week's topic. So next up, we have some sneak peeks. We have a game review, a game that Gil humped very long and very hard. Yeah. Sometimes we play a game a lot, and then just the way the calendar lays down, there's not always time to do the review because we're playing another game a lot, and sometimes the work hard. slips through yeah, the cracks. It's hard. Uh, so this is our review for Near Automata, which we call Near Automata because it sounds less weird. So start the debate now, but case closed. Check it out. Near Automata came out a while ago, but we're just getting around to doing the review because there's just that much to do in this game. You don't know anything at all about us! You play as an android who's fighting against machines and four humans in the distant future. Androids were designed to protect their human masters. Story-wise, it's all about what makes you human, who has a soul, and what's worth fighting for. We all need something to fight for, don't we? So, I was curious to say the least. It's a huge open world game with lots of side quests and lots of endings. 26 endings in all. Some of the endings are just making a bad choice in a big battle, while others are playing the story from a completely different character's point of view. There's an ending for E that seems like it's really the ultimate ending. Without giving too much away, you have to make a pretty big choice with far-ranging implications. It's not a perfect game. The pathfinding in particular is pretty annoying, but it's super fun, and the story is really well written. We will never give up our struggle. We will take back the seas, the skies, the land. Toonami gives Near Automata for the PS4 a 9 out of 10. Violence is the last refuge of the incompetent. Ta-da! You played that game way more. I played it a lot, and you made me look like a beginner. Yeah. And I'm still not quite done. True, but I'm go a back true and, one man's trash. Gonna go back and check if it out. There ever was. Um, and then uh, next up, we have a little bit from Dana Swanson, the voice of Sarah. And she decided to do something new called Swag Bag. This is actually the second oh, there is a sec- episode of gotcha. Swag Bag. Forgive me. This is the first. Swag bag cat hats, however, I gotcha. which may or may not become a Regular. one in a series yeah. of swag bags. How much you guys tell us you like this, so let's check it out. Oh my gosh, what's up, tsunami pre-flight friends? This is Swag Bag. Uh, it's a segment where I bring you uh, lots of things that maybe if you're into tsunami or if you're into Japanese culture or anime or video games or whatever, uh, we just talk about all sorts of things. So today I actually wanted to talk about um, a gift that was brought back to me from Japan. Uh, my friends Dan and Netta brought me these. They are cat hats. They are sold in a vending machine, so you know they're good. Um, so 
Before I put these on my cats, I wanna talk about kind of like different ways that I've seen pet items uh, put out into the world. So you've got stuff like this that you see at like Target um, if you um, are joining us from America. Um, they don't really fit very well, but we still keep them around. Oh, uh, so that was a, this is like a pumpkin costume. It fits okay, but I feel like my cats are too big for it and you probably run into that problem too. Same with these little bows, like they're kind of bow collars. They fit okay, but they're not great. Um, and then you may also have something custom made, like I have this pretty amazing shredder costume. So the only stuff that I've found that fits here is baby clothes. I used these for pre-flight segment um, about two years ago where I put my cats in baby clothes. They weren't very happy about it, but at least it fit them. So if you're trying to put your cat in something, baby clothes. So that being said, let's see. This is an unboxing of cat hats. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> All right, so this is what it looks like. It comes in this kind of shape. What is this? I mean, what, what? All right, as you can see, he's pretty miserable. He doesn't like having something on his head. Buddy, this is cruel. Hey buddy, let me get it off of you. I'm sorry. Obviously, if you're putting your cat in something confined, they're not gonna be psyched about it. So um, let's open the other one. And I doubt I'm gonna be able to get it on either one of them, but we'll at least see what they think of it. That felt really cruel. Okay. So it was taped together. I opened it just a little bit. So this is, it looks like a little bunny, perfect for Easter. Ah! Okay, so it comes with these. Like, I don't think the other package had these, but this is incredible. It's, what? What is even happening? Oh, oh my God, they're gorgeous. There's cats talking to me in Japanese. I should put this on Twitter so that somebody can help me translate what this says. It's so good. It's so good. All right, let's see. It's probably gonna say something like, these are novelty only. Don't actually put them on your cats. Well, Forrester's at least playing with that one. Just notice that in the background. So they like playing with them, maybe not putting them on. All right, so back to this bunny. All right, I'm gonna spray it. I'm gonna see what happens. I doubt anything because it just feels wrong. Okay, come here. They love the material, like the outside material. Oh no, Joel's gonna, nope. Joel does not wanna do it. Oh my God, my Easter bunny really hates me. He's gonna scratch me, look how cute. All right, uh, this is the most embarrassing moment for Forrester ever. I feel like I should give this a rating. Uh, what should I give cat hats out of vending machines? They're pretty cheap, and so um, if you have a cat that likes them, I'd say yay, but not for the intended purpose. They just like playing with them. Like they kind of just wanna like touch them and roll around and all that and that's kind of, you know what? That's worth at least a little bit of money for me. The trip to Japan, however, you probably don't wanna go just for cat hats. Anyway, this has been Swag Bag. Back to you, Justin and Go.
hats. Hats for cats. My my one of my cats will wear a hat, and the other absolutely will not. I've tried both of them. Both of my 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 female dog and my female cat, I can put things on, and they will bear wear clothes. Well, my dog doesn't care at all, right. my, and my cat will just put up with it, but she's clearly not into it, but she'll do it. My male dog and male cat will not, like, they just get miserable very quickly. When yeah. They we, you can put uh, a sweater or a jacket on either of my dogs, but if you try to put something on their head, they're not having it. Not into it, yeah. Um, so, uh, finally, we have this week's Adult Swim Single. Uh, we're uh, up to 50 tracks released now, which is incredible to me. Um, and me as well. But, <laughs> good. but this one is from Low End Theory, and it's called Broadway and Daily. It was released on Wednesday, but you can get it right now at adultswim.com slash singles. Let's check out a snippet. Forty-nine songs that have been released at adultswim.com slash singles. And again, come back on Wednesday and we'll release another track from another different artist. We ain't done. But uh, we are. But we are done with this episode talking about bars. Hopefully you enjoyed it. And we'll see you next week. Oh, we should have had the clip from um, uh, the dude to roll out on, but we didn't. So uh, now we're just going to I don't know it. what you're talking about. So Cool. Tsunami every Saturday night from 10:30 p.m. to 4 a.m. <laughs>